Ciao ragazzi, this is Luque and you're now watching Growing Up Italian Podcast. Boss. up Italian merch drop is officially live. If you haven't had a chance to go get your merch, now is the time to do so. Italians, we all got a guy. We got a guy for plumbing, electricity, pavers, even a gamble, but this is the kind of shirt you get your brother, your boyfriend, your cousin, or your guy. We all, we all got a guy. But I know a lot of you have been asking for the red hoodie. We finally dropped it. Valentine's Day special. You got a loved one, somebody who wants one. Show some love. Go get it. And then we got the Malocchio beanies for those who like to wear beanies and then we got the i got a guy which is currently not being worn so i'm saying too much hit the hit, hit the <laughs> link below to get your stuff today it's this because because uh we dream about the states maybe that's something that you obviously take oh, for granted because you're born here right but we dream about this place like we dream literally dream about the states about the states. i think i think that's why all the time artists when they come here, they, they check in, they come hang out. Like they tell me yeah. three weeks before they come, these are the days I'm here. Right. And it's I important. book and I book things in ahead of time. It's important. I'll be like, us. I'm free this day, this day. Like we could do this, this day, this, this day. It's very important. But um, I don't know, I feel that now where I'm at is if an artist comes to New York, he has to tell me. Mm. As an Italian artist, if they come to the States, they gotta tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and now more than ever. A lot of them are hitting me up to do the interviews, you know, after all this. Now they saw like yeah, the in-person yeah. ones. So I don't think I'll ever do another interview on Zoom. Like it's just not the same. It could be, it could be uh, the biggest artist, whatever. It's just. No, nah, it doesn't feel the same. doesn't feel the same. I mean, unless you're restricted like COVID and you're forced to do that. So you, the show has to go on. So you do it. Mm-hmm. But obviously having the person here, like uh, it's a whole different. What brings you to New York this time? Um, a break. Like, I really needed a break from uh, my personal life and uh, my, you know, my business life. Mm. I was getting, like, too much. And I, I live a very reserved life. Like, I don't go out. I don't really party much. I just work, work, work. And uh, the older I get, like, uh, the more work comes my way. Because you feel like when you're not 20 anymore, when you're... You're not 30 anymore. You feel like you're running out of time. Mm-hmm. So you, I Is that how you feel music. right now? You feel I, like yes, you're running out of time? Yeah, I always felt like I was running out of time. And uh, the thing is that the thing is that I love this shit so much mm-hmm. that uh, that I that I, I would never want to be like you know retired. But I feel like there is this thing in rap that that the 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 age plays a part. Like when you get a little older. It feels like you're not cool anymore. But this is like, so many people are proving this thing wrong. Like Kanye or Pharrell is 50, looks like uh, better than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's still a legend. And, uh, you know, but you cannot help not thinking about it. You know, you, you think about it and yesterday, I work more. Yesterday I was uh, in Soul House, my buddy and Static. 
we went to see West Side Gun and he held a panel and he was saying how he was just in Europe for 30 days. He did right. French Paris show, Milan Paris show. Uh, I'm sure, Mil- Let me rephrase that. Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. Milan Fashion, Fashion Week. Week. Yeah. Then he came here for Valentine's Day, see the family for a couple of days and he was going back. But he was saying yesterday in his panel that now at his age that he put out all these albums, it's not cool anymore to say like, I'm going to shoot you in the face, like that kind of stuff. Like yeah. he's saying like he wants to do different kind of music, right. but the fans, he, he became big on that underground. I want right. to say underground style, right. but right, right, right. it's music I like. And he basically was saying how if he would still like be rapping about that and rapping on those kind of beats, it shows no growth where, Right. He's like, but I did grow. Like now I have a house. My yeah, family yeah. has a house. You know, it, it, now you got to rap about cooler things. Just like Jay Z, like the things he raps about now is being a billionaire. He's not rapping about right. selling crack anymore. So it always go back to that. It always goes back to it. Though. Even in the God the verse, he said for the a million time that he sold drugs, like he sold coke and the stove and the thing and. the like, he always go back to that. JC. Why do you think they do that? Because it's cool or because uh, it's, like, humbling? I'm learning as I'm growing, but I think that you, you, there is, I mean, as we grow and we expect the people to go with us, you need to give them time. Like, um, we fell in love with Jay-Z for hustling in the 80s before he became a rapper because that's the story that he's always been mm-hmm. telling us. But we love him for that. We love him for so many other things. But we still want that line that goes back to the streets. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's funny because I know that. And it makes, it comes for, to it me, makes for better it. Instagram captions. Yeah, no, you know? but I mean, I, mean I, I learned it the hard way because... During COVID, then when I was doing my last album, I forgot about what I represent for my people, right? And I was just doing me, mm-hmm. and um, and now I understand when 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 Jay Z drops a verse and there is no clever line, so there is no refer, uh, ref, what you call it, referment, like uh, reference. There is no reference to the streets. It's like I miss something, so I'm like, oh, I'm acting with like my fans now. So now I understand. It, you need to grow, but you also has to stay. This uh, need to be the same, if that makes any sense. Which is hard, but um, when it comes to West Side Gun, like um, his his crowd is niche, like he's small, like not small, but his his crowd is gonna buy the thing. vinyl. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, like they're the fans that collect. You know. Yeah, no, but it's not about. Okay, let me tell you where I think he went wrong which is the same mistake that I made when I was in the group like a long time ago and I first dropped my... You were uh, in a group? I was in a group in 2005 from... I mean, I was in a group when I was 15 years old until I was like... Not Backstreet Boys, right? No, not the, no, 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 no. We were in dancing. And that's, that's what I'm about to say. That's what we went wrong. Not saying that we were supposed to dance, but listen yeah. to this. Uh, we were... Okay, I was in a group which made like uh, history in Italy, which, co- which uh, is called Kosang. It was me and another guy uh, named um, To, and uh, I was the producer rapper. He was the rapper, and uh, you know. You wait. You produce too. I, I make beats. Yeah. Bro, I did not know that. I'm learning a lot yeah. about you already. Yeah, no, no, no. And I'm also uh, learning you speak good English. I thought yeah. I thought these Napolitano artists don't know how to speak English. Well, you know? that's that's unique. That's the the false narrative about us. 
which I hate. We need to be portrayed a certain way all the time because we need to fill up the ignorant void in society. I mean, not ignorant. We we elite. We excellence. We we are like we're great. So I stand against that. But my life is different. So that's why some people don't get me because I I I'm so proud to be Napolitan. But I am so much more than you know. I've been traveling the world since I was like 19, 20. It's it's I have a, like a history to me. But what I'm trying to say is. And when we dropped the first album in 2005, it became an instant classic. Obviously, it was, it was underground. But we made one mistake. We were purely hardcore. But because we were surrounded boom, by Like crime. boom, boom rap? Like you, yeah, boom, bap rap? Um, no, it was, it was, it was the, the 2000s. So we were like, uh, I was still influenced by the Queens, Queensbridge and, you know, the New York, New York rap. But 50 was popping already. So it was, you know, it, it wasn't like super boom bap. But yeah, kind of. Uh, but what, what we wanted to we wanted to shout out we wanted to scream out loud we we um, we in pain over here because in 2005 we're talking about almost 20 years ago uh, so the, the, the situation where I'm from was tragic like it was a complete different like lifestyle the girls weren't out uh, only only crime and violence that was the only thing that I've seen growing up until I started traveling the world and um, and we wanted to let the whole nation know how we were living because it was crazy and that's why I fell in love with rap because when I heard Nas or Jay or the Mob Deep like I was like oh shit it's different but it's the same thing so we made a mistake we never in in the fir- in the first two albums we never left room for laughter for love romance for other stuff that were still part of our life like I'm I'm always been a party boy like when I was in the group. I was a party boy. I was, I was in every party of the city the whole week. But when he came to the studio and the music, I had to be hardcore, and that's a mistake because when you grow and when you start like uh, you know having experiences, girls, and you fall in love for the first time, and uh, and then you want to include um, those experiences, those life experiences in, in your new music, your crowd is like, oh, what's going on? He's sell out. He's changing. Because they used to the hardcore you, but but I never been that hardcore. So would you say that was a mistake? Would you say your like first album, being you were the producer rapper and you just mentioned Mob Deep, would you like yeah. kind of compare it to a Mob Deep style, like two two rappers, yeah, no, but that, one of the artists that was the, does the beats? Yeah, that was the comparison. So basically, Mob Deep, you were basically the time Mob Deep, in your opinion. Uh, when I was in the group, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the comparison. Everybody said we were the Italian Mob Deep. How did it like? How did it come about making an album? Did you find? I don't. What was your partner's name? I don't even. I'm not familiar Nto. with the group. His name is Antonio, but uh-huh. in Napolitan is Nto. It's N T O. Does he still make music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, things are good, with you guys, right? I mean, we we don't talk anymore. So. Oh, you don't? Okay. See, I I, I wasn't sure no, about. No, no, no. But it's it's fine. Like, so. I wish him the best. Did you know him like growing up? Yeah, we were we were we um, we lived across the streets from each other, and uh, he was he is like he's one year younger than me, maybe two years. So we grew up together, and then eventually, like you know, we were not in a group with more people. Like, we were like four or five of us, and then uh, you know. So now we're talking Wu Tang. No, like no way. Like it was one girl, it was another guy. But we, you know, we, me and Antonio, we had a different bond. So mm-hmm. uh, we decided to go our way. How did you guys go about like creating 
your first songs together? Um, well, I mean, uh, I cre I I build up like a little box in my uh, my bedroom okay. for the mic, right? So I had this wooden little box there, and I had my uh, my desk with the computer at the time. You know, I used to I used to make beats on Atari. Oh, on Atari. And then the Commodore sixty four. Okay. You know, so it was it was completely different. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I would how make did you the even beat. have like the at, like the idea to do this in Southern Italy? Because, yeah. I mean, Napolitano Napoli has that sound, right. right? Like when you think of Napoli music, you think Nino D'Angelo, like right. that accent. Right. But you really, yeah. your first album, you really guys, you yeah. rap in Napolitano Napoli accent. Napoli, yeah, yeah, the first two albums. Okay. And then uh, when I switched to Italian, that's when I, I got my first like backlash. Um, yeah, because like your music now, I feel. You no, I rap in rap, Italian now. Yeah, you don't rap. It's more in ninety nine percent Italian and one percent Napolitano. Diciamo tu fatti soldi, right? That's what the people say. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean it's true. But uh, they saying you you sold out. <laughs> no, um, they they used to say that when um, when I dropped my first solo album, people hate it, and honestly, I don't like it neither now. But after that, I think I wrote some gems, some songs that. You know, make put everybody together. You know? What gave you the idea to make rap music, though? Um, all right, I'll tell you that. Like, I was blessed enough to have to have parents at home that were like people of culture. Like uh, my mom, my dad, their teachers. Uh, my mom eventually became a doctor in her 50s, 60s, she got a second degree. And uh, when you when you grow up in the streets where they kill each other every day, I I, I saw my first dead body bleeding on my building when I was nine years old so that this is how you grow up when I where, I where I grow up but when you go back home and you see your mom the innocence in the eyes of your mother and your father like my friends used to smoke spliffs in my room they would break in and they wouldn't know they were spliffs spliffs they were like oh these cigarettes like they smell weird because they are innocent right mm -hmm. so when you see both sides of like humanity you see the violence and you see the love you are less tempted to go around the bar, to be around violence. So um, that made me fall in love with sports, with uh, American culture, movies, and that took me somewhere else. I wasn't trapped in uh, in in our mentality. I wanted to escape, mm -hmm. and I, I I I give I give credit to my family. Would you say Napoli is dangerous? Napoli is very dangerous. I think but it's one of the most dangerous cities in Europe. If not the most dangerous. Well, what cities would be more dangerous than Napoli? I think some. Oh, uh, or I don't know. Paris is dangerous. London is dangerous. The big cities. And I think I think Russia somewhere in Russia, some Petersburg, something like I don't know. But I think Russia is pretty rough. What? For somebody that's never been to Italy, yeah. let alone Naples, because I've had experiences when we land in Naples that people are trying to pickpocket you. Of course, or, yeah, yeah. No, of course. But in Rome, Milan. Never really experienced it like that. Naples is a whole other animal. For someone that's never been there, mm -hmm. what city in Brooklyn or neighborhood in Brooklyn or reminds maybe, me, or in New York that it reminds? Like, would you say Queensbridge? Because we were talking about a story um, before when about Queensbridge that there was a little girl yeah, yeah, yeah. that was bullying you the first time you went there. Uh, she was. She she couldn't understand. She couldn't figure out where I was from huh? because back in the days I can't rose. Uh, I, I was tanned, like uh, I was dark with cornrows, so I look mixed or whatever, or Latino or like whatever. 
So she must not be used to to see that, and she was like, take the hat off where you're from. You know? But uh, okay, in New York, uh, I don't know, maybe the Bronx. Yeah, you think the Bronx? Yeah, actually. Okay, where I'm from and the Bronx look alike. Even Spike Lee, the director, was in Naples for like a festival or whatever a long time ago. And uh, he got picked up from the airport because where I live from is five minutes from the airport, right? So they drove through my neighborhood. And uh, when he looked out the window, this, this is a story that people tell. It was like, oh, it looks just like the Bronx. Because mm -hmm. uh, it's a huge neighborhood filled up with projects. That's all. Scampia? Scampia, yeah. That's where you're from? Yeah, I'm from Marianella, which is like two minutes away from Scampia. It's, um, it's, it's all part of the north. Uh, you know, side of the city. Mm -hmm. Now, you were actually on um, the soundtrack of Gamora. Yeah. Malamor, right? That was the song of it? Prima, prima, yeah. prima, prima. Oh, Prima Amor. That, that's part of the hook. Yeah, uh -huh. That's part of the hook, yeah. Yeah, Malamor. Yeah, 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 that's no. part of the hook. That, yeah, that no. song is in the hood. It, the, the, the title is in the hood in Napolitano, of course. Would you say that show is a good representation of how Naples really is? No. Or is it exaggerated? It's not exaggerated when it comes to crime. Because, I mean, I don't know if anybody's... First of all, the Gamora is the movie, and then is it's the a TV book. series. And the movie, and then the book first. I have, I know nothing about the book. Okay, I'll tell you something about it if you want to know. Yeah, of course. So the book, uh, the movie, and then the series. Mm -hmm. When the movie dropped, I lived in Scampia. I had my own apartment in, in Scampia, across from the Vele, which is the most notorious project in, in Europe now. So, you know, I was... I used to wake up at the screams of this heroin addict waiting for the bus on the bus. There's, there's heroin in Napoli? Heroin like, yeah. heroin like crazy. You crazy? Yeah. You joking? Like, when I lived in Scampia, um, if I walk down the streets and for some gro groceries shopping, you will see any type of man, any type of people, of human being shooting in their veins, in their cars, uh, on the pavement. There is one scene that I could never forget. Um, there is a school in Scampia, right? There is a pavement that goes all around the school, and there is a little garden there, right? Between the school walls and the pavement. There is a little garden. So all the little kids, gar girls and boys, boys and girls, would walk down the pavement to their homes. But around that time, you would have like 20 junkies shooting in their veins in the garden. But the kids would just walk without even paying attention because to us, it's normal. There was a bus that... Um, there would stop like where I lived uh, in Scampia. They, they came from the, 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 the train station downtown and would connect the downtown to, to Scampia, right? And that bus was full of junkies every day. So you would see but 30, 40 correct, junkies. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wouldn't a lot of people from other parts of southern Italy, maybe, I mean, all over Italy that would go to Napoli? To buy drugs. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because like in my town, when we want to buy like a lot of ashish. Yeah. They gotta go to Napoli. Like that's yeah, that's because how that's the um, Naples. I don't know about now because they are really, really they really did arrest a lot of people. But uh, Naples has been the biggest drug markets in Europe for like twenty for decades. You know, it's uh, it, every project where I'm from made a million a day. Wow! Every project, but it's all ran by allegedly. It's all. I mean, it's, it's all. Yeah. That's like the real. Mm. Gangs of Italy, right? Would you say? Well, I mean, uh, it w it's different because if you go to Calabria, the lifestyle, the the, 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 the mentality of, of of street people is different. If you go to Sicily, the school is different. In Naples, we're proud of it, which is 
a gift and a curse. A gift because uh, actually it's only a curse to be honest because I am adopting the ma- the, the Sicilian mafia mentality more than the Gamora mafia mentality because um, it's more about being quiet, reserved, and uh, about the business. When it comes to Naples, you 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 wear it on your sleeves like I'm proud of it, and then it's only gonna get you killed or to jail. So um, even though I, I had this in me, like John Gotti, John Gotti, the reason why he was so like violent because he was from Naples, and that's why the mafia didn't like him that much because the Sicilian people was like, nah, he's acting too tough, he's acting too much, he's grabbing too much tension, and this is how we are. We we uh, we proud of it. We we want to show it, and that's not really good for the business, in my opinion. But that's who we are. It's in our DNA. We violent. But um, it's different because Naples is the biggest city in the south, so obviously it's very crowded. It's, it's, it's a jungle. It's very dangerous. So obviously it will make the news, right? Yeah, Sicily is all little towns, very quiet. The old people still run it. It's different. Why do you think Southern Italians leave Italy at a much bigger rate than Northern Italians? Well, I mean, obviously because for Do you think it has to do with the crime? Uh, no, no, no. It's a lack of opportunities. It's just a lack of opportunities, not about the crime. We we leave, we leave, like crime is part of us. So we don't really mind it anymore. anymore. It's beautiful though. You go to Napoli on uh, no, Napoli. That's why I say the Gomorra doesn't doesn't really reflect who we are because even though the, 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 the daily lifestyle could be even more cruel than Gomorrah itself, we still live in out the beautiful side of the city. We live in out like, you know why I don't really like Gomorrah that much? They never fucking smile. Like, they never smile. There is no one moment where there is like a joke and people smile. They're too serious? They're too fucking serious. Like where I'm from, I mean, you know, like, uh, you know, it's deep. like, you know, they kill people. Obviously, they do uh, all of that, but they also live a regular life. Like they, they go out with their women, they, you know, they're happy about it, they're romantic, uh, they, they laugh a lot, they're uh, they brilliant people, they live the life. Mm-hmm. In Gomorrah, it's just like a, a never-ending tragedy. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? It's not like that. And I don't think that makes it a good movie because you're living now um, some 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 human side of, of of everybody's personality, you know. Are you are you proud to be from Napoli? Yeah, yeah I am. If much. you had to give somebody a reason to visit Napoli, oh. maybe one of our followers that's never been there. Well, they're making they're go, making plans to go in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Give oh, me give me the reasons yeah, why. The to reason go to is the energy, the energy, the energy that you get in Naples is unmatched. It's like, you know, it's amazing. Like, Like, I'm used to it, and I want to explore the world. Energy from the people? The energy from the people, yeah. It's vibrant. Never sleeps. People in the streets will talk to you. Uh, They will joke to you, with you, even though they don't know you. They will compliment you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, they'll help you out if you need help. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's just wild. Just for a tourist to just stand by a corner and see what's going on. Okay, so number one, energy. energy. Is there another? Is there another? another I reason? mean, energy. The places, the Amalfigos, Cabrillo, you know, the food and uh, food. Food is amazing. Food is amazing. Food is amazing. Do you think Napoli makes the best pizza? I I believe that we are the originators, so I don't know. I think so. so. You guys did it first. I think so. Yeah. For sure, or is it? 
He's opinionated. Because he's a lot of people, opinionated. Yeah. Because Roman people tell them will tell yeah. you that they make good pizza, but it's different style. Like different if style. we're talking about the real pizza, traditional pizza, I mean if you wanna steal the pizza away from us, like we don't have anything left anymore. Take yeah. the pizza as well. And take Maradona, <laughs> take the pizza. Yeah, take done. everything. All right then. You know, like leave us something. No, because you, know? you see sometimes um I saw a funny viral video of um this guy like delivering pizzas and he's like Pizza Laninas and the Napolitanos, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, they were like, you know, Napolitanos are seriously passionate about yeah, they pizza. Are a little too passionate about it. And then, even this, um, when we went for September, October, I don't remember when, I know it was a couple months ago, there was like three super busy pizzerias, boom, 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 like right next to each other. And I must have been in, uh, in, the, in the center, yes, and then there was a pastry shop. Right it must have been with uh, that is Sorbillo, that is Di Sorbillo, Matteo. yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's many of them. Yeah. Is there your? Is, do you have a favorite pizzeria in Napoli for maybe well, one of our? Uh, one I don't want to give free, um, free um, publicity. To be honest. If if they like send us a little money, we split it. We'll tell. Uh, yeah, On the next um, time. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. No, I, I have I have some some. Uh, we'll leave it out. Yeah, but you know, you know, you know, they they wouldn't do it for me. So I PayPal growing up Italian. And we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do the part two. So you just came in from Miami. Yeah, Miami. What gave you like the audacity to come here after being such beautiful weather? But you know, right I now mean, it's freezing you, outside. I mean, you guys are the first reason. You are the main reason why I came because I really want to do this. Mm -hmm. And then I have some friends here, and uh, I miss New York. I haven't been here for a while. So, uh, and uh, and you know, after a week in Miami, I don't know what much. I mean, what more. I would do like I wanted to go there to take a break from everything and to be by the beach by myself. But after you do it for a week straight, it gets like, boring, right? No, it's not. Like, I, I I don't feel like going out. I don't feel like partying or something like that. So, you know, um, it's good. It's good to be in New York. Have you ever seen one of my interviews? You ever watched any of them? Yes, maybe not the whole thing, but many, what? many, many clips. Oops. What do you think the interviews mean to like the Italian artists? Why, why do the Italian artists want to do it? Yeah, because because we we uh, we see the states as the the ultimate goal, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, for you guys to be interested in us and for us to, to to be able to speak to a bigger like platform, especially in the states, which is like the culture that everybody that do my job look up to, mm -hmm. it's 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 just um, it just it's satisfactory, you know. It's a satisfaction. It's it's fulfilling. It's um it's it feels really good. It's a good experience. So what we do it for? Like if I think about me, like I don't go out. I can go to the gym. I can go to the beach. Um, I you're saying because because of like, fans? Because of fans. Because because I love my fans, but sometimes it's not the right time to take a picture. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not just you know. I want to say something to the fans. Okay, I will always take picture with you guys. Unless I'm meeting, or unless I'm talking business somewhere with somebody, I cannot, you know, interrupt the conversation. So you need to be respectful. But every fans, when they see you, they think obviously that they are the only one. Mm -hmm. They saw you that day. They are not the only one. Maybe there are twenty people. I cannot mm -hmm. be stopped every five minutes if I want to go downtown buy a pair of shoes. Maybe I, I'm with my girlfriend and we just want to talk. And every five minutes, obviously, enables I need to talk and take picture with somebody. And they want me to send a, a video to her daughter, to the, the cousin, 
you know, like, like you know, people don't understand that we are people too, and um, you know, it's uh, th- it's something that never changes the way it is. And uh, when I'm here, I feel more free. You know, mm-hmm. you had a pizzeria here because yeah. I remember years ago yeah. when I was working with the young kid Luca and he was re- reviewing food and stuff. I don't know how I I saw you, but I saw your page, or I saw I forgot how we got in contact, but you told me that you had uh, Bravi Ragazzi, yeah, and that was in Bed Stuy, right? Bed Stuy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember we ate there. The pizza was good, not real Thank Napolitano you. pizza, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not there anymore, right? No, it's not there anymore because the COVID things changed, and uh, we had to sell it. And uh, is your partner? Still around? My partner or? is in New York. He, he lives in New York, but he's doing. Uh, he has another pizzeria in Full Green. Okay. Yes, yeah, another it pizzeria called? is called Salsa. Salsa. They mix a little bit of uh, you know the Spanish, the Hispanic culture, and the Italian culture, and uh, he does other business as well. Like he's not only into the restaurant, the food business. He does other stuff as well. But I uh, decided not to invest in restaurants anymore. Now I'm doing real estate. That's oh, why no, I'm okay. in Miami. I mean, I mean, that's not why I went to Miami. I went to Miami for a break, but then, you know, life uh, life uh, decides for you. So I was walking down the streets. I met this doctor, he's a Napolitan doctor, and uh, with his son, and uh, he introduced me to this property manager that the day after took me around the whole city. Mm-hmm. He took the whole afternoon off for me. It was crazy, crazy experience, because I never experienced something like that in Italy. Forget about it. Like, there is no way a real estate agent in Italy takes you out and takes you for lunch and never seen you before. <laughs> so it was amazing. So what? I'm looking for buying like a yeah. couple of properties in Miami. That's I, good. Yeah, I, yeah. That. I mean your money's safe there. I love that. Well, I wanted to ask you the Italian rap scene. All right, let's you've get, been you've let's been get real. yeah. Let's let's get into the. All right, thank you for paying attention until now. Now we could get to the real stuff. But um, <laughs> you've been rapping for a very long time. Yeah, and I think you've seen where Italian rap was maybe little more underground right. to now yeah it's the hottest thing everybody's uh you know everybody knows italian rap i feel especially lately yeah. what do you think of like where the industry is going are you happy with it are you happy to see that it's now like a very popular thing versus not being so popular uh i will never go back to what it was when i started i always say the same thing for us to have not given up mm-hmm. it's pure passion for people like me, Antonio, other guys that were around me at the time, for, for us not to give up, he shows, he shows the purest, unconditional, most unconditional passion mm-hmm. you could ever have. Because when we started out, our goal was being featured, not even the cover, actually the cover of this like rap magazine that we mm-hmm. had, like. In Italy back in the days, which didn't give us the cover because we were rapping in dialect. So this is something that I had to face my whole career, like door closing in my face the whole time. Mm-hmm. But we never gave up. And now it's mainstream. Now it's the thing. And uh, I don't really like where the industry is going, to be honest. Even though now I learned my lesson, I mind my business. And I try to focus on my fans and my money. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I have to be honest, I don't really like like it. But I will never go back to what it was when I started. Because when I started, like you literally have shows in front of like 40 people. So mm-hmm. I, I don't wish that on anybody. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's not embarrassing now. Because now, even uh, parents, if you see your kid having a show in front of 20 people, 
you'll be like, this is just the beginning because you know what me, what I do or what Sfera does or what Mara does, right? So even the parents now encourage the kids to do to music. To rap, yeah? Yeah, because that now... Go sell drugs, baby, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because now they see that there's money in it. But back in the days, like, my parents were like, you know, find a job and then do this as a hobby because you love it, but find a job. So for... for, for what do you think the breaking point for the time rap game was? Was there a moment that changed everything? Uh, there was. There is a moment that changed everything, but it it, it didn't come from 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 my perspective. It didn't come from an Italian rapper. It came from Fifty Cent. Mm. When Fifty Cent dropped uh, in the club, mm. literally, like it's funny as fuck because we always been dressed. We all we always we always been dressing different, right? With the brands, you know, the high fashion shit. But where I'm from, and Fifty Cent dropped that song on Friday night, we had clubs with. 2,000 people going for hip-hop, the hip-hop night, and they had the clothes for the hip-hop night. So the whole week, you will wear Dolce Gabbana, whatever, uh, with tight jeans, but on Friday night, you will wear the, the basketball, the basketball, like, blazer or whatever. Like, yeah. you, you, you will dress up like a rapper. Yeah. So that was the beginning of uh, hip-hop finally approaching Italy. So 50 Cent was the first rapper I heard in Italy. 50 like, Cent and Eminem today. I went, to, I, went to, I went to Salado every summer, and I remember... My one of my friends that was driving, he yeah. had a car, he was playing Fifty Cent. And that's yeah. when I was like, "What?" And it's coming back now because everybody, even Gwed, the new album is inspired by the sound of the two thousands. So anyway, Cookies uh, and Cream. Yeah, like, yeah, but the whole album is inspired by that era, you know. But um, uh, for when it comes to Italian rap, there is the the, the, the we, we we had a couple of rappers that actually made the mainstream and opened up the doors for everybody else. Was around that time we had Mondo March and then Fabi Fibra. Became, but we uh, Escosang and the Dogo Gang were still heavy in the underground. Okay, yeah. and I mean, but then there was like another big jump later on because, wouldn't you say at that time, it was a little more um, underground still? Like, because the radio don't really play Italian rap. No, like you listen not to not you either. know, not even now, not even now. No. So. I mean, they you think do it's the more, internet? Is you think it's the internet that makes it mm. more accessible? Yeah, yeah, definitely the internet. Yeah, definitely the internet. Yeah, of course, of course. Who are a, you? Yeah, no, no, no. He's a general that could stand on his own, um, just off the, the the internet. So we we said like when you first started, you had that Mob Deep um, inspiration, and then maybe like Fifty Cent made it cool for Italian kids to like rap. But who were some other guys that you listened to and? Know you really related to them, American? Yeah, well, both, both, really. Uh, you talking about when I was young or now? Younger, younger. Um, I was a New York fan, like um, Jay Z. Yeah, the Jay Z, Jay Z. I'm Biggie, big, biggest fan. Biggie, of course. Uh, um, um, Nas, not Nas. Okay, Nas is the artist that shaped my style. When I heard. In uh, Taking It Blood, when I heard the line where he says, like, open up the cigar, let the puck fly. When when I heard that line, I was blown away, bro. When I heard that line, uh, which is simple if I, if I say it now, but when I heard it, I was maybe 14 or 15, I don't know. When I heard that line, I was like, this is magic. A simple line made me see and feel exactly what he was trying to picture. <laughs> It's crazy because the beat, the taking the blood beat is crazy and his flow is crazy, hypnotic. And then he say, you know, 
open up a blind, let the bug fly, it's crazy. So that metaphor or that image, it was like, this is what I want to do. You know, this is how I want to tell my story. I want it to be direct, but I want it to be poetic at the same time. Mm-hmm. So Nas is definitely the artist that shaped my style. But then I grew up, uh, you know, loving Jay-Z when I became more like of a man and uh, I became to understand what the business was and the real life was and uh, the money thing, you know. Not a lot of not a lot of producers get the credit they deserve either. I feel. Yeah. Do you have like a f- favorite producer, like someone you wish to work with one day, like American? Plenty. Who, who, who do you? Plenty. I mean, of course, I'll fi- work Kanye. If I Ka- you would, of course. Even if he's like you know a little, bro, a little crazy. All right, I have my own. I mean, I have my uh, my take on it. Because I'll be honest, before we get into yeah, it, like yeah. now, before I leave the house, I might wear like Yeezys. I. I Think about it now. I know. Like the other day, I was going to wear Yeezys. I took them off. I'm like, ah. I know. Maybe somebody sees me like, what are you doing? You know? So <sighs> that's know. what I'm saying. Like, I think like a lot of American artists are scared of him. And that's scary to say. I mean, Bro, maybe uh, Italian artists. Don't I don't want to get in trouble because this is too delicate. Yeah. It's not my word. It's his yeah. word. But um, I ju- let me just say that I think that he purposely worded this all wrong. But he went left. But um, I I find a little bit of truth in some of the stuff that he says. Not that I like the Hitler shit. Not that. Yeah. That that's just that that's crazy. That's just ignorant. That's just very ignorant. That's something that a hundred years later, yeah. like, it makes no sense. Besides him, DJ Premier. Uh yeah, but I will work with uh, Pharrell. I will work with Bro, Metro okay. Boomin. I will work with uh, 808 Tarantino Mafia. I will work with. Um, what do you think is the best producer in Italy right now? I'm just going to ask you hard questions now. <laughs> because I'm I know right. you, you you hit me up. You had you, you wanted to come here for a reason. I'm going to ask my questions and I want to know right. what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> but best producer in Italy right now. They don't get enough talk about it, but a lot of producers in Italy are now like doing these albums where they put get the verses from different artists. And uh, they have a friend of mine. You're going to get me in trouble for that. Because they're a friend of mine, you know. Yeah, but you don't have to put them in any order. Just give me. I can give you my, a few names. Yeah. Oh, give me a few all names. right. If yeah. I give you a few names, okay. And these are no order, so there's no, you know. Yeah, no order. Just a few names, like mm-hmm. you know. Uh, top of my. Um, I mean, I mean, uh, the, the 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 most famous one are uh, famous for a reason. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'll uh, just uh, I'll just state the obvious, like, uh, nice skinny does his thing. Yeah. His uh, last album was amazing, by the way. Was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I have a couple of joints on that. Uh, yeah, no, we always did like crazy, like classic. We always did classic. There is one song special. We did New York. Oh yeah, we did New York. Yeah, it's he was just here, and I missed him by a couple of days. I think uh-huh. I was in Miami when he came here. Uh-uh. Oh no, I might have been in Milan when when he came here. Yeah, but I just missed him. Yeah, no, we did a song in New York a few years ago. It's one of my classics. So him, Sick Luke, Charlie, like even even my team, like Gino, uh, D-Ross, my producers, like I don't think they get enough credit, to be honest. You know why? Because sometimes we are the spotlight. We are, you know, away from the spotlight. The producers don't get enough credit. No. But it's good because they make good money and they don't have, like, all the pressure like yeah, you guys have. Yeah, but when you, know? you have a team, you know, when uh, when the producer is part of your team, you want the credit, you want you want them to get credit because they bigging up you and vice versa. Like I want everybody in my corner to be big. 
I want Joelier to be the biggest he can. I want Coco to be the biggest he can. I want SLF to be the biggest they can because if they get big, as big as me or even bigger than me in some, in some aspects, mm-hmm. they're only going to empower me. You know, it's a mentality. If you are scared of the next person, you know, you can only go that far. But if you're not scared of the next person, uh, you can only gain from, mm-hmm. from another success, you know? Who do you think is the biggest artist, or rather, who do you think is the best artist in Italy right now? Are you talking about rap or rap, in rap? Bro, if I have to include myself, I would say myself. Oh, so you wouldn't pick for yourself? I, I would say myself because in, so rap, like, in rap, I never heard that rappers say this guy's better than me. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, but I mean, um, I that's truly true. believe in that. I truly believe that. Like, I truly believe that. And numbers don't really have to play any role in uh, who is the best. Even but, though I know that most of the people won't agree with it. You know, when you when I asked you the question, you said, when I asked who your favorite artist was, I'm like 100% sure that in America, if I go to a kid from New York and I say, who's the best art? They already automatically assume rapper. Sanremo just passed, right? Right. And I see, like, I never see artists that I... Like rappers in Sanremo. Yeah. Do you think that could be a future where artists like debut rap songs on Sanremo? That would be utopistic because uh, you have to see it like a lobby, right? They will never, they will never give up on their power for the sake of a genre. They will be like, you want to come here? Okay, cool. Uh, How does it work to get invited to that? By no, you, 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 you uh, apply. You apply for it. You send a couple of songs, and if your name is popping, <laughs> it's good for the the show. Yeah, yeah. Or if uh, you know for whatever reason they take you on, but they will never. I don't think they will never like uh, let rappers do whatever they want on the show because they will take away the power. Mm. They power. They, so you, they control. They, you they think still like control. if a rapper goes on Sanremo, it would be like more of a commercial song, like a radio song. Yeah, of course. Well, I that's mean, what it, that's what it course. is now, but of course. you don't see it ever changing. I wonder because you know what you're not allowed to have curses in the songs. No, no, song no, right? no, not allowed there. But eventually, you can kiss people on stage. Yeah, but you know, I was gonna say because I, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. I don't know, like I don't know what's worse. We spoke we spoke on stage about it. I mean, we spoke on stage about it. we spoke on the show about it a couple of weeks ago when I had my guest, but um. Basically, that's what we were saying. Like, you know, you can't curse, but like Italy's not known for stuff like that. You know, like Italy's super reserved. Yeah, now, conservative. Yeah, so you know, explain to yeah, maybe us Americans what's going on. Like, but what's going on? Like, but I mean, I'm. You need to understand one thing before I actually uh, tell my piece. But you, you need to understand that I'm very different from everybody else. So everybody else right now is on the bandwagon of the the pursuit of success. Huh. Everybody's desperate as fuck, so they will do anything. Uh, as we say, they will, s- we, they will sell their own mothers for success. That's the same. So um, you need to understand that now in Italy, everything is permitted, everything is allowed because success is the is is the only god. You understand? So anything in the name of success. So when you when you go through that phase and you 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 are down to lose your dignity for success that's what happens 
And this is what's happening in Italy right now. If you ask me, but if you ask one of them, I'm an old dad and I'm a boomer or whatever word they use. Mm-hmm. Because uh, because now... What's what's still a time word for old head and boomer, by the way? Oh, they, I, I read I boomer all the way everywhere. They say so boomer? They use boomer, yeah. How do they pronounce it, though? Boomer? <laughs> I don't yeah. know, because I read it. So <laughs> I pronounce it boomer. But I, uh, I don't but, know. So no one ever said boomer to you in your face? No, no, no. But no, I never I never, I never, never had any hate. In face. Person. You know, no. that's that's what I love about negative comments, right? Because yeah. so even me, like, I'm not as, like, I'm not a successful artist like you, but from this show, sometimes people say, oh, you're from the Growing Up Italian podcast. If you right. look on my clips on maybe Instagram, TikTok, you'll say people like say 38th generation Italian to me. Meanwhile, i miei genitori sono not in Italia, so right. he's, I'm first generation. Okay. Right? I feel I'm I'm Italian because right. that's where I spent my summers. Right. That's what I love. Like, I don't consider myself American. You know, I consider myself Italian-American, like almost the best of both. Like, yeah. Because like, you know, we kind of see some Italian-Americans that drift off from being... Italian, like they don't speak it, whatever. They never right. been there, so we always say like, "Oh, they're not Italian," you know. Like that's what, even when, especially when I started this page, I was like someone like that. But to me, it's important that we're like proud to be from Italy. Yeah. So that's like a big difference I see. But what, the point I was trying to make was people in person will never say I'm not Italian. I never, like you said, never got a negative comment in person. No. Only, only on on the internet when they're behind the screen and. Yeah. Page maybe has like yeah. no followers. And I, and I'm follow- talking, yeah, no, but they all fake pages. Yeah, all f- we all know they just don't want to admit it because that would be admitting your own fail. But um, the thing is that like somebody can walk up to me and say I didn't like your last album and give you a constructive criticism, and I'll take it because we can talk about it. You know, because of course, like I've said that in other interviews in in. I mean, I I mastered my craft. There is no way I fail a whole. Did album. you Did you get that that people said your last album? No, no yeah. One one waiter. We went. Um, you know, um, the night we were celebrating the the the, the, the release. release? Of the art, yeah, we went out, and the guy was like, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't bump your album in the car loud, but the 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 the, the, the album just dropped, and uh, obviously people people in Italy are sheeps, so they get influenced very badly by what they read online mm-hmm. so where, where do they do the reading like you're talking about like is the instagram? the magazine the, yeah. the, you know, the, the hate is only on instagram tiktok uh-huh. is only love like i have millions yeah. of views and a thousand of comments mm-hmm. only love mm-hmm. uh instagram has become the the place where all the haters come it's dead like it's uh it's really bad but um those kind of cruel stuff that i read online and never been told to my face um, but I, when, or maybe because people maybe people when they see you they don't really want to hurt your feelings so they they really hate your album they I just think you, people you know? are fucking chickens to be honest with yeah. you yeah if you can't say it in my face right if you can't say it in my face that something negative about me then why would you say it like you could tell a lot of people have never really been in a real fight and like grew up like that because growing up if you really want to say something, you say to someone in their face, you know, yeah. like the hate, the hate stuff is so weird to me. But I don't understand the hate. Yeah. You know, I really don't understand because, uh, I mean, unless, unless, unless I lose my head and I, uh, and I do something completely different, but I always been doing what I'm doing. It's always been sophisticated. It's always been deep. 
it's always been party at the same time. Like I always combine all those things together. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give it another listen before commenting? Yeah. You know, why you comment like, like when my album dropped, yeah, it was a case because 20 minutes after 1 a.m. when we dropped the albums in Italy, we dropped it on Thursday on 1 a.m., right? So 20 minutes well, Friday. Later, yeah, Friday it's Thursday. It's Friday at uh, 1 a.m. Yeah, Friday. Friday at yeah. 1 a.m. So because sorry, we do we bad. do midnight. No, we yeah. do 1 a.m. because why we be- 1 a.m. One, one, because the first hour we believe that the streams of the first hour between midnight and one goes to the to the day before, so they don't go in the week that you need. Spotify, oh, yeah, okay. the first the, the first hour of the new day. Which is mid midnight to Why, one a.m. Because like Italians are drinking espresso or something at that time. No, right? it's on a Spotify then. It's a Spotify like then? those streams between count midnight and one, they count for Thursday. Because in America, it's not like that. No, no, that that's what we, what we believe it happens. I feel like it's an Italian rule. Like they just. Yeah, maybe it's an Italian rule. Maybe uh, maybe it's what Italian A and R suspect. Because but. for us, right, the outside. Like when I see an Italian album coming out that I really want to listen to, yeah, it's seven p.m. here. Seven p.m. and the music's like hard to kind of hard to find in the beginning. Mm. But like I'll just go to YouTube and like yeah, yeah, the yeah, YouTube yeah. audio yeah. versions yeah. would be there. Yeah. But um, if you weren't rapping, what mm. would you be doing? I was a rapping uh, for, for a living. Fashion. Fashion. Yeah, that's what I'm doing as well. At the same time, I've always been doing it, but only this year I took it really serious. With my merchandise, which I uh, plan to turn it into a proper clothing line. I like the pants. Those are gallery, right? The, huh? pa- the pants are gallery, right? Uh, no, no, they're not. Huh? But I think they... No, they're not. They're not. But uh, they, I think it's, it's very, very, very similar to that. Um, maybe fashion, maybe... Uh, I don't know. I would be, uh, what you call it, an entrepreneur. That's for sure. That's, 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 that's for sure. Mm-hmm. When you're not listening to rap music, what are you listening to? Other music inspires uh, I you. Love, I grew up on jazz music from the late 50s, though. Not the, only from the late 50s. You don't listen to Tarandellas? No. Napoli? <laughs> don't listen to that. No, I don't. I don't I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not big on uh, traditional Bogdan music. What's the best way to explain your fan base? Like, would you say you have... These like young TikTok kids doing like uh, challenges no. and stuff? No, no. I, I do get them because... Because I'm I'm able to do songs for them as well. Mm-hmm. I'm very good, maybe the best in Italy when it comes to songs for the girls. Really? Yeah. So like, if I have a nice, beautiful Italian girl, play Luca Essentials. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I'm one of the few rappers with the biggest female following. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You can ch- check my Instagram comments. You can only you only read ninety nine percent of the comments are Tiamo, Tiamo, Tiamo from girls. Yeah. Yeah, can we look at your no, analytics? I'll tell you. I'll open my, the, my phone is over there. It's 40% women and 60% men. For a rapper, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. For a rapper, it's good. For me, I have a sausage fest. Yeah. For me personally, it's 80% male. Yeah, you I know? believe that. No. I'm also a little overweight. So that no, it's not numbers. because of that. It's, it's, it's because at the moment, it's, it's, what, it's what you chose. You know? Okay. So if somebody's never listened to your music before. Right. What would be the go-to songs that you gotta listen to today? Uh, only one song. No, no, give me a couple. Give me a couple. Okay. Give me three, uh, four. All right, five. because because I am I am I, I do more than one style. You know, I just not rap, rap, rap. Or Maybe just... you give me one for each style. Yeah, exactly. Okay, when it comes to rap, 
uh, I'll Give You Potere, which is the first song of my previous album, not this one, the one before, mm-hmm. which is a song where I, I trap on the first part of the beat, then the beat switches, and it becomes more classic, a little bit more boom-bap, which I produce myself. On your last album, I saw a lot of beat switches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. that on purpose. Yeah. because Why? Uh, Because, because t- to me, this album was all about experimenting. It was all about, you know, moving forward, me musically, personally, and trying to move the Italian hip-hop forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the goal for me. And, uh, um, you know, I, uh, I can do that with melodies, with subject, but I can do that mostly with beats and uh, atmosphere and uh, sounds and uh, mixing and the uh, beat switch and, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't think people is ready for that. And uh, that's fine. That, so that's what I'm on. your best rap song, Potere. Okay, no, I would say Potere Sorpasso, which is the first song of my, the album, uh, not this one, the one before. Uh-huh. Um, and also, f- of the last album, I would say Sivincella Fine, which is like rap, rap, rap. Yeah. And it's pretty like, it reminds me of my origins, my, my beginnings. Sounds like Kosang a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then when it comes to love songs, I would say, um, oh shit, love songs. I mean, obviously my biggest hits, Non Abbiamo Età, is like, uh, it's still on top 50 five years later. Yeah, five years later. <laughs> um, it goes out on and off the field, top 50. Um, that one, but also, I don't know, I have so many. Um, What's the best car to listen to on the way out? Maybe going out to a club or something. Well, Stamford is definitely a club song. Yeah, that song knocks. Sick Luke and Charlie Charles, right? Yeah, on that on the one? beat, yeah. Sfera, yeah. Me and Sfera. You guys went crazy on that? Yeah, I went crazy. That was that was like a huge, like, a huge, huge, huge smash. Well, um, you, you had, like, one of the biggest features with him in the beginning of his career. Yeah. When you and Mara yeah. got on Pedavero. Yeah. Right? Do you think that was, like, a huge change to Italian rap too like is that where Italian trap was born because Sved like had uh, you know I, I believe he was super viral in Italy mm-hmm. right from meeting him Charlie talking to them about like the beginning how it was um, but your song with them Davero, you guys getting on a remix mm-hmm. I feel like that's what like kind of like showed everyone like nah this is real you know like getting that cosign um, I I guess you could say that, but I wouldn't ca- I wouldn't take no credit for for, for what Sfera means to the scene. Like um, I would I wouldn't take no credit for that because the guy was on his wave already, and uh, yeah, that was the beginning of his wave. But he was coming really strong. That's one already. of my favorite music videos too. Of his. Yeah, he, he he was coming really strong with the purple shit and uh, you know like uh, the trap and. Uh, you know, and uh, of course, like having me and Mara um, uh, was great because obviously, like uh, a very catchy trap song became o- also lyrical, mm-hmm. which was good. But how did, did how did it come about that you were asked? Because because, Sfera, because we were all signed under Mara. Okay. Mara had this label called Rocha Music, okay. and uh, I was signed to. I mean, I never signed with Rocha Music, but I was like part of it. And uh, Esfera became part of it. So um, after their first mixtape, they signed after the first mixtape that he dropped in, independently, if I remember right. Mm-hmm. And then he joined the Rocha Music thing. So to Hannah that we did this song together. You know? So, yeah. yeah, and uh, it's classic. It's, it's classic. classic. Yeah. 
definitely. The beat still now. Now we're playing the guitar. The beat is crazy. Yeah. I wish we. I wish we. We will still make music like that. You know. You could always do it. Yeah, but the crowd now is super mainstream. It's super commercial, and uh, I don't know. You know. You know the thing. The thing is that now people is paying attention to numbers. So uh, artists are afraid of being true to themselves. Because now, even me, like sometimes if I have to drop a single, I'll be like, oh, this is too rap. This is not going to do good. But we, 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 we need to feed them the water. We need to water this, this culture. We cannot just think about the charts all the time, you know. We need to do it for the movement. Otherwise, Sanremo is, is, is stealing what we created. Uh, the, the, the Spotify top 50 hours is stealing the true nature of what we created. I think we should still remember that rap made us who we are and we still have to be back to the hip-hop culture. That's what I believe. What, what do you see that's next for you personally? Um, I'm, working on, uh, I'm working on a lot of things this year. And uh, I have the summer tour coming up. I'm working on my own album and another thing that I cannot talk about. Top and secret? Yeah, it's top secret. And uh, so this this year around, I have to work double. Um, but I just uh, just don't want to stop. Uh, this year, since my last album was like uh, Sweet and Sour, this year I want to prove to everybody that, that, that there is no one like me. To be honest, no arrogance. Like, this is how I feel. It's my need. I think that I don't get enough credit for what I do. Before we were talking about you saying like, you would never. I'll kill them these years. I, I, they, they need to be prepared. You never like see I'm yourself retiring. Like you, you think yeah. you make music. No, but retiring is for people who don't enjoy what they do. Mm -hmm. I don't want. I, I never retire because I, I, I work my ass off, but I never want to retire. But I'm not just talking about music. I'm talking in general. I will never want to retire because I, 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 I get inspired by doing things. If I retire, what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna just uh, you know, do what. Like I need to do something. This is how I am. This is like I never want to retire. Maybe one day I'll stop making music. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'll switch. Maybe I'll be more singing than rapping. Because if I reach fifty and I'm still rapping on a trap beat, I don't know. So maybe 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 a boom bap style, a classic style will fit my age a little more. But since I'm very like melody driven, melody you know melody driven, and uh, maybe I'll start singing more than rapping. I don't know, but. I'm a very creative person. I'm. A, I don't see myself like uh, stopping, to be honest. But I do have some very low lows. Like you know, sometimes it gets really dark, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But uh, to the point that when I want to give up, but then two three days later, I uh, you're back on. I'm it. back on. All right, this is a growing up Italian podcast. We do a yep. little this or that. Jay Z or Biggie? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> and I need to pick one. You gotta up? pick one. You gotta pick one. Oh God! I have to say, Jay Z. Would you Would you say he's the best rapper in American history? But I consider himself a mogul. I consider him like uh, more than a rapper. He's iconic. He's just. Uh, I mean, Biggie. The only reason why I say Jay Z is because Biggie died too early. Yeah, we got more music from Jay Z. But but not uh, more like uh, more business deals, like more lessons in general mm -hmm. than just music. Pineapple pizza mm. or buffalo pizza? What's the buffalo pizza? Not buffalo mozzarella. Don't no, try no, yeah. to cheat. Yeah. I'm talking uh, like buffalo chicken. Uh -huh. Like chicken 
with buffalo sauce and uh, I, I will go for the buffalo pizza. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, definitely. If I have to, like if I'm starving <laughs> on an island and it's the, the last meal before I die, I will go and uh, for the buffalo pizza. You're not going to like this question. Good. Camorra or Sopranos? Sopranos. Sopranos. Yeah? Definitely, 100%. Well, you live like and I'm not dissing Gomorrah, bro. But, but, bro, but what's... What, you know, what's real, it's real. Like, uh, there is no comparison. Sopranos is the best series ever made. Mm-hmm. Oh, best series ever se- ever made. Did I you ever watch so. Game of Thrones? Huh? Did you ever watch Game of no, Thrones? No, no, I'm not in the, into that. <laughs> you don't like the dragons No, and shit? I like the real shit. Like, I write r- real life stories. You don't believe in dragons? Like, you don't think they ever existed? Dragon? yeah, maybe uh, back in the day. Like, maybe yeah. like a T-Rex or something? Yeah, yeah, probably. Do you believe in dinosaurs? Yeah, of course. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's proven, right? It's I don't proven. know. It's proven, you think so? You but how did they go? You think like a meteorite wiped them out? It's the, uh, the Big Bang, right? <laughs> it's the Big Bang, right? The big, the big Bang is what created us all, no? Listen, I'm not a smart kid. Like my degree, like oh yeah, you, in yeah high I school. Need, I think you need to cut this one. In, in, <laughs> in, in, in high school, we in high really school, bad. in high school, I did not do good. You know. No, but, I think something happened. I uh, got the the earth got extremely cold and they died. Okay, like the something ice age happened. Or before that, after that, no. Something. The ice age, yeah. They something happened. They all died anyway. Poor guys. Yeah, they're too big anyway. They they wouldn't fit in this today's world anyway. Miami or New York. Uh, I really hate to say it, but the moment I will go to Miami, I okay. will go to Miami. I will move to Miami for life, for life purposes. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, I mean, you know, uh, Italians want to retire in Miami. Yeah, I want to leave it up in Miami. <laughs> like, like I want, I want to keep living in Miami. Like um, I can, if I could move, I would move. But I, I'm too busy in Italy to move. But I'll, I'll take my time out every now and then, and uh, you know, take a break and go to Miami. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I have one more. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, put Me- me to the corner. Messi like. or Maradona? Come on, this is easy, bro. Easy? Easy, easy? Easy. Maradona Mes- for Messi just got a World Cup, though. Yeah, of course, of course. But, you know, but even, uh, but, you know, he, bro, he can win 10 World Cups. He will never amount to what Maradona did. Maradona for World Napoli, World. though. If you weren't Napolitano, would you say, still say Maradona? I don't know, because I don't know how it feels not to be from Naples. But uh, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think, I don't think. So yeah, Messi is great. But I think Maradona had that, that thing. I don't know. It's because I always look at the person more than the, than the role. Like even Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, the, to me, they are more than boxers. You understand? So Maradona is more than just a football player. He's just an icon. And yeah. uh, I don't know. Messi, Messi, I never, I don't even know how his voice sounds. Like, it doesn't give interviews. It doesn't um, touch me. Maradona is poetic because he's so controversial, but he's a genius. So there is no way nobody can compare to that. Do you it, remember when Maradona was playing? Like, how, how old I were you? I was very young, very young. Yeah? I, I'm born in 81, so when he won, I was six. Six years old. But you remember it or not? Uh, I remember a few games that my dad took me to the stadium. Uh, not major games. Like. But now in, in Naples, you see Maradona murals everywhere. Yeah. Even before he passed away. Yeah, no, I think it's always he... been God. It's yeah. always been the guy. Mm-hmm. Always. Obviously, that makes you, like, immortal. Mm-hmm. Especially in Napoli. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? <clears throat> well, I mean, let me ask you a question. Okay, now yeah. I, I now play you your role. Me. I play your role. 
Okay, from from the outside. Mm-hmm. Okay, being actually a rap expert, and uh, you know uh, somebody who appreciate rap from the underground to the mainstream. Like, how do you see the Italian scene right now? I I mean, so I like listen. It's crazy for me because now like I, I met a lot of Italian rappers from doing this. So from well, the only information we really get is from what we see on like social media Mm -hmm. because we don't go to school in Italy so like I'm not gonna bump into a lot of people who are gonna say like oh I know this new artist right you know like we just like we're self-taught on the music just like you know a lot of your older stuff yeah you need to dig yeah I need to dig like I didn't grow up and on my way to school with my American friends we're listening to Italian rap right you know it's like one of those things that we gotta dig for so for me um a lot of European rap I like, even like the UK drill. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see the Italian rap is like kind of making that str- the strides in Europe. Like everybody in Europe listens to Italian rap. And I'm hoping that especially Italian Americans like get into Italian rap. Yeah. You know, so I feel it could grow more. Yeah, it definitely could. It definitely could. Um, if he doesn't lose his own essence, you know? Feel like he's losing a bit, a little bit, becoming very poppy again. Well, all rap is very. I mean, especially in in America, rap <coughs> is so poppy, you know. But um, yeah, but you got you know the, the difference between Italy and the states is the fact that online it's almost the same. You know, what goes viral comes first. You know, it's like he has a priority to get to uh, to the mainstream. But you also have the. Do you think the, going viral is a good thing? No, uh, it could be a good thing if you if you are Kanye West, but not the Hitler before the Hitler comment. Kanye West to me is genius because he knew that his marketing was the gossip and was doing he some married crazy Kim Kardashian. Shit. Yeah, by even snatching the microphone off Taylor Swift's hands was was in the hindsight was a genius move because he could back it up with timeless music. So when you are so sure. Because this is what I lack. This is why I'm not what I would like to be. Mm-hmm. But because I'm very reserved. But if I was, if I had that little more like um, I don't give a fuck kind of attitude every day, I would be way higher because I know that I back it up with timeless music. Like it's flawless. Like of course you might not like it. Even Kanye West, there's people that don't like his music, but you cannot deny that it's great. So I'm very confident in my art. What I miss is going viral because I, I keep in myself, you know? Mm-hmm. I keep myself to myself. So um, going viral could be good if you can back it up with timeless art. Uh, if you are just a jerk, if you are just a, a goofy or like a phony, you go viral, you, you feel, you know, you, you fulfill your ego for a moment and then you most likely get depressed because in a couple of months, nobody's going to give a shit anymore and you don't know what to do. And that's the worst thing ever. When you when you record music, what's usually your process? Do you make beats specifically for what you're trying to say on your music, or it's the other way around? It's the other way around. You yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you know, because I believe in uh, I believe in the in the in the two sides of the brain, right? There is the logic side and there is the fantasy side, mm-hmm. which is like your your little kid in you the little kid in you is here now and and the little kid in you is 
held back by the logic side thinks too much. He's the overthinker, he's the warrior, right? He worries, he worries, and he blocks out the fantasies, the, the ideas that you have. So sometimes when I'm driving or while I'm taking a shower or like I'm jogging or whatever, that's when, you know, doing like a mechanical movement, you you basically, you, you, you keep busy the logic side of your brain. So you free up the, the fantasy side of your brain. So my ideas come to me when I'm doing these things, when I'm training, when I'm, and I write the ideas down. Right away, yeah. Yeah, and then I find the right beat that meets the idea. But usually it's the beat that suggests me a subject, right? So uh, usually I, I, I need the beat. I need some core, core progression for me to, to, to come up with some melodies and then maybe like a subject. It comes from the music most of the time. And when I go to the studio, yeah, like, uh, you know, I, uh, I, uh, I do melodies first in broken English, just faking English, and then I find the words to it. So you actually, like, find the melodies in English? Yeah. I write in English as well. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have music out there in English? I have one song a long time ago. Uh, it's called Burn, but it's just an experiment. But I did. I did. It's released, though. It's no? released. One song is released, but it's just uh, an experiment. It's not what I, I would sound like now. But I, but I do. I do. I never. I, I'm planning to release some some stuff, some an EP or whatever under another yeah. name or whatever. That'd be cool to do. Yeah, at least try good. it out. That'd know? be good. Yeah. Is yeah. there anything else you want to ask me? Um. I never get interviews. Well, I mean, uh, I want to know. I want to know, like, uh, I want to know uh, how is it for uh, you know an Italian kid to grow up in uh, in Brooklyn. Man, I think. Um, and I want to know if all the stereotypes that we hear about Italian American are true. Some, you know, it's some are true. Yeah. I would say, like, for us, um, like a lot of stuff in the movies, people go by the movies a lot, you know, but. Um, you know, my whole family, they were, all my Zias and Zios are born in Italy. So we were like always the, in America where the kids, all oh, those kids are so Italian. In Italy, it's like, oh, you're Americano, so arrivato. You know, like, so not arrivati. Like, so wherever we were, when we're in America, we're too Italian. We never fit. When we're in Italy, <laughs> yeah, we never fit. Um, but I do fit the most with people whose parents were born in Italy. You fit? Like, yeah, you like fit first generation, like me. And you know, once you start getting so specific like that, you know, it's less and less people, but I get along with everybody. Like, I just, I'm really happy to, like, push the culture forward right. and being a small bridge from America to Italy. Mm. You know, and I, now when I go to Italy, it's, like, super comfortable. Everyone shows love. So, right. like, I'm out, I'm really grateful for being able to do this. You know? Yeah, but what it, what it feels to grow up in Brooklyn? Yeah, I mean, it's all I know. Like, we grew up in apartments, you know, like, Growing up, we lived in, uh, you know, me and my sister pretty much shared a room. There was, like, a wall separating us. Now, like, leaving Brooklyn and going to Queens, you kind of more comfortable, more space. You have a backyard. You could do barbecues. You know, you have a pool. Like, you could enjoy life but a little more you know in what a different I, way. Yeah, I always felt like America loved me, right? Mm -hmm. So do you feel the same love being Italian-American, though? Because when you are Italian, come from Italy, and... Uh, what I love about the states, people is curious. They want to know. No, they ask I, don't, I don't think we feel love at all, to be honest. Oh, okay. Because I feel for it's me, like, it's all love. Yeah, for for us, it's not because one, 
when you say you're Italian American, the first thing people are gonna say is like, "Oh, you're in the mob," mm. you know, or, or you're Guido, or yeah, oh, exactly. Christopher Columbus. You know, like there's so many negative things. Right. Like before it actually gets to the positive, you know. I, I mean, but from everybody, from from I every mean, race, everybody. Every... I feel not that it's like, hey, it's like almost like, even on the social media, it's like now it's like everybody teases and stuff. But like, don't get me wrong, with fellow Italians, like and Italian Americans, it's love. But like. With with uh, the culture, like other people, like people that aren't Italian, they look at us like almost look down on us. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, I, I think so. Because of all all the old shit, like mafia stuff. That's why we started the page. But don't you think that? Don't you think that they that download like deep down they respect that? I think they a lot Because of people don't understand. They tell me the same things, but with a smile on their face. Yeah. But I think people don't understand. Mm. You know, like that's really what it is, and. That's why we do what we do, you know. I think things are much more different now than six, seven years ago. Mm, Maybe right. just because in my life it is, you know. Mm, probably. But you know, I don't know if we went to like a random city where you know a lot of Italian Americans used to be. Because the further generations get away, the less and less it becomes like Italian. Of course. You know what I'm I saying? remember the first time I was in the in Little Italy in the Bronx, though, uh, where you can get the real Italians, you know, but. They son, they kids, they, they don't even know, they didn't even know where the city were, were like in Italy. They, the, the, the generation after, yeah, they don't, know. They, they they don't, don't know. know much about it. What about you? When you come visit, do you see, how do you, what do you view, like what are your views on Italian Americans? Unfortunately, I didn't really get enough time to spend with them. Uh, you I want to do like a dinner you dance or something? Huh? We could do a dinner dance for you if you want. A dinner dance? Yeah, I like that. old school, like $100 a head. Yeah. They get some food, you know. I love that. Yeah. I love that. But I'll be. You want me to Eating be food? honest? You want me to be me? Yeah. All right. Of course. That's why we're here. Um, I love the Italian American cult culture. I love it. I just don't understand the hypocrisy about not about forgetting of being immigrants. I just don't understand that. Yeah. I just don't understand the fact that you know. Uh, I because I follow a lot of pages, I read and uh, I want to find out. I don't understand why they talk down to immigrants when we are the country who that's actually invented right. the immigrants. word immigrant. Yeah, no, that's what I I, th I, I think about that all the time. I just don't understand that. And the racism. I don't that's, understand. That's, I don't get, listen, for me, I'm so humbled that my family was born in Italy and now here we are today. Yeah. I want to say my family's successful. Like, yeah. we do well for ourselves. But America is the only place where that could happen, where exactly. you could pack your bags and you, you could work 24 hours a day here. Yeah, yeah. You literally work every day, every right. minute, right. if you really want to. I feel like in Italy, you really can't. You know, yeah. like, things close. They uh, shut down your dreams like before you, said, you Exactly, before, before you, you get there. Up. And then it's also, like, you could work and then you won't get paid. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. In America, like... We fight for people's rights to work. Like everything's in favor for people like that. You know, like people that are trying to make it. Yeah. So why would you want that to the next person? Exactly. For the next person. I exactly. And I agree because I've said it on this podcast a million times. Like I come from a family of like shepherds and farm right. people. You know what right. I'm saying? Like my family comes from a farm. Like my mom was one of eight. Right. Came here with nothing. Yeah. My dad's one of six, and he came here later on. Yeah, and you had a so, chance to make it big. Exactly, and now because of their sacrifices, I have a chance. Yeah. So to me, if someone's working hard and they're doing it, yeah, 
the right way, how could you not respect it? It's crazy That's not to. That's something that I don't understand. It's something that I don't understand. Like, uh, but, I love, but I love my people, though. That's why I speak on it. But I, uh, I don't know. Sometimes some some people, not everybody, some people can be a little bit, you know, ignorant about it and forget where they come from. I don't understand. I don't understand. And uh, I don't understand that is another thing that we, we, we could even cut it out if you, if you don't like it. But Italian people and in general, and even some Italian-Americans, they consider themselves white. So some of us are white, Caucasian. Some of us are not. So yeah. how can, that's to double down. I have a book somewhere here that's yeah. called Our Italians White. I have it yeah. somewhere here. Um, it's funny, I, I said that recently. Um, well, me, me and my buddies were talking about it, but like, that's, Italians were really not, like you said, Italians come from all different places of the world. That's everybody. So, you know, Moroccans, Africans, people from Ar- all over Arabs. the world, Arabs. all over Italy. So, I agree with you with that. They they just classify themselves as white, but that's ignorance because you know, even though because uh, we had like the Vikings in Sicily, we had the Arabs as well, we had the North African up until Naples, we had Spanish, Greeks, mm-hmm. we had like centuries, centuries of wars, but also business with the Middle East, with North Africa. Imagine how many babies. After the, the, the Second World War, right, so many black babies were born because it, the, the, the American soldier would, would ingravidate, would, would get the women pregnant, abandon them because they need to go back to the States. So we have like Tarantella music, like we have like uh, some, some very traditional songs that are about black babies coming out the vaginas. And they, no, 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 it's true. Because there is a song that is called, uh, it's super famous, one of the most famous Napolitan songs. That is about this black baby they call Lichiro. Um, and uh, and they, call, they, they are called Sons of War. We have many Sons of War. There is a, a musician in Naples which calls James Senese. It's uh, Pino Daniele, saxophone player, right? He's black. And uh, he was born by an American father a soldier doing the war. He's a son of the what, world. What time frame was this, like, in the world? Uh, after the Second World War, the, the late 40s and 50s. So, you know, so it's plenty mixed people that gave birth to other people. You know, it's plenty, plenty. The World War went on for years. It's plenty. Like, we have so much in our uh, DNA that we cannot classify as, you know. And therefore, they racist because you think you're white and you look down somebody who has a little bit of color. But hey, you don't know about your history then. To me, if you're proud to be Italian, even like people that have no Italian in them at all, but they like love what we post, like that's really the purpose of our page is to keep and people for, together. And together. Not yeah. not to make people argue, you know. Right. So Yeah. But one thing I wanna say, you know, in the rap world, because I believe you come from the rap world, right? That's the main passion. Mm-hmm. The rap world has always looked at us Italian with respect. You didn't feel that? A hundred percent. Okay. Like we're always in songs, like right, you know, naming itself food after the, yeah, the cult, yeah. like uh, mob Moms. figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Z, like, all of them. So yeah, I feel we're that's why we, every time there's like something like Italian in a rap song, like we always like send it to each other. Right. We quote it like because you know rap is this, the music of the streets, so sometimes it's gang related, sometimes it's just like 
the CNN or the ghetto, whatever. So uh, even them seeing us Italians and non-blacks, but being be having us the street cred, maybe we are the only race they really embrace uh, in and the me? streets, and uh, they feel like uh, they, they, you know, they, there is a mutual respect because of the because of the background, maybe. You know, I mean, Jay Z said like so many like like about Italian American like culture in his songs. Yeah. Like um the song with Rick Ross, he went crazy and like when I heard that verse I was like, Oh my god. Like we were so excited, you know? Right. But um even Drake says a lot of Italian yes, yeah, a lot yeah, of Drake. Italian Italian friends. Yeah, Drake Drake I mean Toronto has so many Italians, Italians. too. So right. yeah, that's that's why I'm I'm super happy like to connect and do whatever I can for uh Italian rappers and Italian artists when they come to New York and uh, hopefully it only gets bigger and better from here. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. It will. It will. It will. It will. I think, you know, the more interviews you do, the more people come to you. Obviously, not everybody will speak English, but, um, you know. You think I should try to do um, interviews in Italian? Or maybe we have... It depends on your purpose. It depends on your purpose because... Actually, like we can use subtitles, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if Italian people don't, they can read. But I don't, I, I don't know. I don't think American people would um, would listen to an interview in Italian. Maybe they'll watch the video with the subtitles. I think that's gotta be like the next thing. But I, uh, I, I think the whole purpose is to bring Italy here. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. Yeah, like me and Joliet when he was here, we were talking about doing. He's like, "Say, I'm proud of me. I'm gonna practice," you know. <laughs> Well, yeah, like yes, that's why I was, I, was so, I was so surprised that you spoke <laughs> you spoke so much English, you know. Who me? Yeah, you spoke you yeah, speak all English. Yeah, but I grew up uh, in like London and New York as well. You might be the best um, English speaking Italian artist. Thank you. Maybe there's an award for that. Maybe that could be the growing <laughs> up Italian award, like this year's that, best. That, you know, that that would be you know that would be that would be nice, my, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, what, I win an award. What time are we? What time are we at? Four twenty-five. Oh, wow! Really? Yeah. Already? Okay then. Um. So, um, let's get him to do like an introduction. Yeah. Right, thank you guys all for tuning in. Make sure to follow Luke on social media. We'll put it in the description. It's been a pleasure. Thank, thank you for guys. coming, bro. Oh, thank Best you for of luck with me. everything. Oh, Much you. love. Okay.